0: This is Guitar Talk. To me, it just seems like there are endless possibilities. One of the things I like to find out, you know, how people got influenced in the play and the guitar because stories are so unique. The trick is not to feel pressured to conform. If you know anything about Joel, he's been around the block. He's probably one of the most sought-after guitar players. How would you create that song? How would you turn that song into your song? There's not a guitar player... On this planet that I personally don't follow closer. It's not something that you see too often. I only know a few players that do it. Now, from the home of the blues, Chicago, Illinois, welcome to Guitar Talk with your host, Jimmy Warren. All right, everybody, Jimmy Warren here. Welcome to Guitar Talk. Thank you so much for tuning in again on this Wednesday afternoon. It's turn to fall here in Chicago, Leaves are falling, trees are turning, it's a little bit cooler than it used to be. Winter is just around the corner, and that means that we can lock ourselves in and listen to more guitar talk. (laughs) Okay, well, this episode is brought to you by Charlie and John's Strings, that's charlieandjohns.com their strings are vibrant, long-lasting. I personally use them along with a lot of other great players, AJ Mills who plays with KK Downing, a Harry Mura from the Halo video game series. Oh my god. <laughs> You know, they're great strings. Uh, they're now available on Amazon, or you can go to charlieandjohns.com. Uh, or you can go to the new Guitar Talk official uh, store, and they're for sale right here on Guitar Talk. So you can do that while you're listening to here. Grab a set of strings. You're going to love them. And we're going to offer them at 10% off. Uh, since our story is brand new and that, so you're going to absolutely love it. We're also brought to you by GuitarsForVets.org, an organization that helps veterans with PTSD through the gift of guitar and through the gift of music. Uh, you know, go to GuitarsForVets.org to see how you can help out today. Uh, it's a great cause. I love being a part of that organization in spreading the word Today, my guest uh, goes back a long ways, man, to the very first conception of the rock band Genesis. Now, I'm sure there's not too many of us that are listening to this right now, or even that aren't listening to this, that wouldn't say Genesis is a great band, you know? And a lot of us, you know, that were around when it first started can say that, man, it was something really, really special when Peter Gabriel was fronting the band, definitely different. And my guess is different. You know, Steve Hackett, his playing's different, his approach is different. You know, he, you know, he makes the statement that he's been uh, uh, tapping. You know. Uh, long before Eddie Van Halen, he said that he was the first to do it, and Eddie was the first just to name it. You're going to hear that here in a few minutes, but uh, he is a great guitar player, Steve Hackett is. Uh, His music is well-diverse. It is uh, really inspiring and uh, emotional in a lot of ways, just a fantastic player. We had a, a, a conversation from his home in the U.K., And it was an absolute blast. And so without further to do, here he is, the one and only Steve Hackett, right here on Guitar Talk.
1: Hi. Hey, Steve. How are you? Okay. Hi, Jimmy. How are you? All
0: right. Really good. Good. Can you hear me okay?
1: Yeah, I can hear you fine. Yeah, yeah. You very well. Thank you.
0: Beautiful. No, I appreciate this opportunity.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, it's it's great. Thank you so much. Uh, Now, the only thing is... um, I have to uh I've only got about uh, about twenty minutes, unfortunately. It's taken a while to get the com- the computer uh configured. Yeah. And um there we go. Well I appreciate twenty minutes. Right, yeah. It looks like you've got a nice collection of equipment there. It looks Wait. it looks fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well I appreciate that very much. I'm sure yeah, you have great. your own collection
1: though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i do i have i have a few things that are that are are uh, provided by special friends helping hands yeah i love much of my equipment and uh, it's great you know uh i hate the idea of, of certain things not getting played because i'm uh, you know i'm i have to make my selections of, of things so there is a large guitar collection that cannot be you know, be um, uh, uh, given voice to much of the time. And in fact, I'm thinking of giving one of my guitars to um, uh, Amanda Lehman because she's just done a really wonderful album, and um, I know she lo- loves this particular Fernandez guitar. So I'm going to give it to her. That's
0: um, really long cool. days
1: spent rehearsing at the moment. So um, I'm pretty sort of wired at the moment. I'm sorry. Do I look as white as a sheet? You look like you have a healthy color, and my face is uh-huh. like as pale as a ghost. But for some reason, perhaps I really am that white. <laughs> <laughs> uh, strange, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I, I eat a lot of uh, r- red meat. I guess maybe that's why I got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure.
1: I never seem to go anything other than this. It's just, you know, I'm, uh, you know I've am i been a ghost for a very long time. What can I tell you? Yeah, well, you That's do well. I need I, I need a red light. I need a red light district to warm me up. <laughs> there you go.
0: So so if you don't mind, I, I'd sure. like to know uh, a little bit about uh, some aspects of your plane. Sure thing. Uh, uh, you know, and one of those is the fact that, you know, we do things sometimes in the formative days are yes. are uh, growing into who we are. Yeah. What are a few of those things that you did in those days that you feel have really
1: made you the player that you are today? Well, um, it's very easy to dismiss the tapping technique. Um, as far as I know, I, I was the first to do it. Um, Eddie Van Halen was the first to name it, and um, it's something that I was doing from 1971 onwards. And for all we know, maybe that's the most important thing I ever did in music. Um, on the other hand, you spend a lifetime writing songs, developing other techniques, and 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 dealing with the various things that attend making records, touring, etc. Um, but um, it's funny. I I remember hearing something that Bob Dylan said. You know, that they were asking him what he thought he'd be remembered for, and he said, "I think it's just for having a, a vocal style." He was saying something that sounded quite humble, and I guess what he means is that the note is there, but his approach was to do a sort of uh, to you know an arc around the note so that. For someone who did not have perfect pitch as a singer, it didn't really matter that, that in a way, it was a way of declaiming, of getting those lyrics across. Something like the German expression Sprechstimmer. Sprechstimmer means talking singing, something that they use with with, them. It would be Rex Harrison in every musical. If you know what i mean
0: <laughs> very, cool. very cool so so awesome. what what are some things that you do now in your in your playing that you know uh help you to to keep moving forward you know it's easy to, it's easy to to get locked into a lane you know of what you do and how you do it and yeah. get comfortable there yeah you know what i mean and but there's people there's players that really like to push themselves to yeah, know, learn more or do more or be better sure. Are you that player
1: well yes I, I do I, I spend a lot of time um, working with for instance um, not just electric playing but but um, acoustic playing with 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 nylon guitar stuff mm-hmm. um, I did two albums this this past year because there was it was a no-show year so yes. in the past you know, Yeah, there was Under the Mediterranean Sky and then the new one, Surrender of Silence. But, you know, the first one um, is very much about two things. Guitar tunings and um, a lot about right-hand techniques and what you can do when you put down the Blectrum and work with the nails. Um, Yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? Um, Yeah. Lots of ways of arpeggiating, lots of ways of playing runs, lots of pitting myself against the limitations of the guitar. See, I always had this thing about, you know, it was keyboard players who um, had this you know, freedom because the piano, the keyboard, everything is an open string. They're not limited to what they can get under the hands they're not limited to fret stretches and all of that, you know, the wingspan of what a, what a, a, um, you know, a, a keyboard player can do is, is mind boggling compared with guitar, but to create the illusion and the same effect is what it's all about to me. And, um, and so I found different ways of arpeggiating and, um, I've used lots of that in my playing and, um, There are ways of doing runs by using the right hand to do much more. And it was something I noticed with um, watching Andres Segovia on TV in the 1960s. I was watching him playing. He's not moving. Where are all these notes coming from? So it seemed like lots of it was fixed positions, Mm -hmm. many of them barre positions. and, And this leisurely movement. And at the same time, the right hand was doing so much of the work. Now this may be anathema to electric players. Who go, there's my plectrum, there's my stack. I plug in, and I do battle. Mm-hmm. It's one way of doing it, but there are other ways. Is what I'm trying to say. There's a, yeah. there are galaxies out there that that um, the rock player doesn't necessarily think about wandering into. Yeah. Um,
0: you can tell that, you know, what what you're saying is true about your playing. But I wonder at the same time, did you pay a lot of attention or do you pay a lot of attention to uh, horn parts and string parts and things of that nature and incorporate them into your playing equally as much as the keyboard?
1: Well, I certainly incorporate them into my writing um, okay. because... When you've worked with keyboard players, the caliber of Tony Banks, Mm -hmm. um, uh, Julian Colbeck, Nick Magnus, Roger King, um, there's something about keyboards. Um, One of the first things I did when I joined Genesis was to try and expand the keyboard. I used the word arsenal all those weapons. In those days, you had to buy a new keyboard if you wanted a new sound. So um, I was very aware that, that, you know, to create this mini kind of orchestra, uh, a bit like a chamber orchestra at high volume, in order to, to have that, you needed to expand the keyboard. Of course, move on. Um, several years and then suddenly you have guitar synths that could start to access something like those tone colours um, and I spent a lot of time trying to pioneer that um, but in the main these days I spend my time uh, with more conventional guitar sounds and try and bend those um, and try and make them sound classically good so Um, I probably don't sound that different from a lot of other players who perfected sounds like this way back in the 1960s after the blues boom where everything sonically developed with with the guitar. um, Those leaps forward um, with the actual sound as it moved from 1950s twang to 60s sustain, vibrato, um, a vocal approach something that borrowed something from, from the violin from, from brass all of those things um, guitar was really the, early, the earliest form of a synthesizer am I sticking my neck out here because um, for those of us who were young and were not familiar with those sounds we didn't know where they, where they came from um, uh, even back to you know the early the humble fuzzbox seemed quite extraordinary. Um, when the Stones were doing Satisfaction, I assumed that they were using a, a brass section, so the illusion was complete, and I think Keith was rightly proud proud of that. Um, it's just your perception. It's like, you know, guitars do bonanza or guitars do all the other all the other things. Guitars do bonanza or guitars do bonamassa.
0: <laughs> Whatever they do,
1: there's a whole world of difference. And sometimes, of course, people like myself want to play or pay homage to that earlier era. There's, there ain't nothing wrong with a bonanza sound um, but we know that we can we can change it by I hate to say the word distortion. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a sort of misnomer. It's like enlivening the guitar. So there's an enlivener going on. Yeah so, so uh,
0: uh, you know, I, I know you probably already know this, but you know there's so many young rock bands, especially in the in the UK. That yep. are coming up that are so good that, you know, when you talk to them guys, they're they're given homage to guys like yourself and uh you know, guys like uh Richie Blackmore and, and, yeah. and are are you know, and it seemed like it seemed like that kind of music, it almost you know, the the rock music of that era had pretty much gone away, but you know, it kind of feels like it's coming back now.
1: Because- well, I th- I think that's it. You know, I, I remember. You know, I'd befriended uh, Brian May um, many years ago, and he and I got to work together. And at the time when we were working, it was in a, in a sort of a pre-Wayne's World celebration of Queen, with the Big June. Yeah. Once again, um, and he was saying at that time, he said, he said, you know, I don't really want us to tour the states and be seen at a, at, at a lower level. He said that yeah, I was, I only want to go back when they really want us, you know. Um, so it was the idea of they were either going to do it big or they weren't going to do it at all. Yeah. And. Um, there are ways of looking at you know what what is your t- intention? Are you after um, taking over the world or are you um, someone who wants to um, develop what you're doing in in clubs and you're interested in in playing to a handful of people who actually get what you're doing um, you know the amount of jazzers who celebrate Bill Evans and you just think to yourself. Um, you know, that that would have all been small clubs, all of that. Mm-hmm. And these guys that have played with with um Miles Davis, all of whom became band leaders in their own right, it was still a very small scene. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's still playing in hotels and pizza parlors and, and and all the rest. So, you know, the greats get reevaluated in time, but isn't it just like that where um, nothing quite sounds quite as good as those early examples of getting it mm-hmm. uh, dead right. Yeah, you mentioned um, Deep Purple, and um, yes, I have to say, it's iconically good. It, it will always, it'll always be there.
0: Mm-hmm. Now you 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 mentioned the album that you put out uh, earlier, but you've got a new one getting ready to come out. Yeah, just a matter of days, and it's called yep. the surrender of silence. That's it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So what, why don't you tell you know tell us a little bit about the thought process behind
1: this album? Uh, well, in a way, because it's the second thing that's been produced in lockdown in 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 within one year. Um, I decided to do an, a very acoustic, romantic album which had lots of world music influences on it from under a Mediterranean sky. That was the whole idea. Nylon guitar goes as far and wide as you can around the Mediterranean. Romantically very sort of cinematic and at times gentle, other times more flamenco, other times more baroque, other times very much world music, Middle Eastern, etc. Um there's a piece of scarlatti on it there's a whole bunch of other things then by contrast having indulged that because i thought well hell if i can't do any gigs i might as well just do what the hell i like i'm frustrated i'm just going to be me i'm going to do that then with the new album i thought yep, let's get back on the horse again and do something that's the polar opposite of that so it's heavier it's kind of sheet metal orchestra it's very forlorn. It's very uncompromising. Um, uh, it's, it's extraordinary, really. Um, there's not too much on the album that's, that's what I would call laid back. It's very much a rock album. So it's the closest thing to heavy metal I've ever done. It uh, doesn't mean to say that I won't do things that are close to heavy metal in the future, but then I, I, I would want to do that with my own take. And I've very much done that on this. So we have the big riffs, which become big melodies. Uh, Sometimes they are supporting vocals. Other times it's the main event. And hell, you know, (laughs) we guitarists, sometimes we just want an excuse to have a rave up and, and a rant and do it on our favorite instrument and just go for it. So part of what this album brings is that as well so yeah. you get but, that, that kind of I, idea
0: I, I look forward to it i do i can't wait till it comes out personally and that i've uh, i've had a great great appreciation for your playing over the years
1: <laughs> oh, oh i'm glad you like it thank you
0: yes you know you, <coughs> excuse me you uh, you bring a lot of different elements you know, to music. And I think that that's really important and sometimes missed.
1: Yeah. I think lots of elements are, are important, you know, to listen to other instruments will help your own playing, uh, just in terms of the way you decide to attack a string. Do you decide to hammer on? Do you plect from it? Do you use the nail? Do you use the pad of the finger? What do you put it through? They're all different tones, all of that world of, of possibilities. And just when you thought you knew everything about guitar and all the sound of guitar, someone will come along and go, oh my God, how do you do that? <laughs> and, um, and there's usually a, a way of doing it. ensemble playing. Sometimes something sounds like one guitar, but it's a number of things all tracked up that sound like a giant guitar. And um, uh, you, you just have to try things, whether they are real instruments or, or keyboard versions of of things. But um, uh, guitars are, are remarkably surprising things. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, Steve, I tell you what, I appreciate the time. I know you you not know, yeah. yeah, I'm so sorry. No, yeah. no. I appreciate the time that you've given me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. you.
1: Lovely talking to you. Thank you, Jimmy. Yes, and best, best of luck.
0: luck on your new album.
1: Thank you, and best of luck with you know everything with with the magazine and and uh, and all the rest. All right. Very good. Take yeah. Care. Okay. Thank you. All the best.
0: All right. There you go. All the best from Steve Hackett, original member of Genesis. He's got a new album out. Make sure you go to stevehackett.com. You know you want to you want to grab that for sure because it's a great album. Follow what he's doing, and when he gets the opportunity to come near you, make sure that you go see him. We got to support these guys, right? We just got to support them. Great players; they need our support. Just fantastic. I want to thank Steve for participating in the interview, and I look forward to talking to him again in the near future. Next week, my guest is going to be Alex Grossi, the guitarist for Quiet Riot. He's been with Quiet Riot for quite some time. As a matter of fact, Kevin uh, from Quiet Riot, the lead singer, was the one who recruited him there at the end before his passing. And he's been with Quiet Riot now for uh, quite a long time. Great guitar player. He's also with another band called Hookers and Blow. It's not a joke. That's, that's a real name of a band, Hookers and Blow. It's like, it's like a, uh, an all-star band of guys from Guns N' Roses and Quiet Riot and other bands, and it's just a cover act. They just do cover material. It's really good. Great band. Anyway, Alex will be with us uh, next week, so do me a favor. Go to guitartalkofficial.com. Subscribe to our newsletter. Make sure you check out our store. Get a T-shirt, buy a set of strings. We've got some great overdrive pedals on there from Vex Audio, the Blue Bear, and the Red Bear that are available now. You're going to love it. And I will see you next Wednesday with Alex Grossi from Quiet Riot, right here on Guitar Talk.